listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station. Um, good evening, our listeners out there. I hope you had a beautiful week, and I hope you'll be enjoying the next hour as we talk about marketing hacks. As usual, we've got a guest in the studio who's written a very interesting book. You are able to get in touch with us on 067-153-1089. Please WhatsApp us. Let's engage. In the studio today, I've got Maria. Maria Issa. She wrote a book, How to Build a Bankable Brand. Good evening, Maria. <laughs> Good evening, my bunny. Thank you for having me. Uh, thank you so much for honoring the invitation. How are you doing? I am groovy like a drive-in movie. Oh, my word. Did I not say today we're having a different kind of show? Listen to that. You know what excites me about you? What? It's the fact that you and I grew up in the same country. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Yes. Can we do a shout out? I wish you definitely need to do a shout out to each and everybody out in Botswana. excited to see that we grew up in the same country and I was like oh wow what a coincidence I mean I think it's not a coincidence it's just blessings it's blessings hey eh? you know that's Let's how God works that. he just draws us towards each other gosh look at that I mean I, it's like I've known you forever I'm like know, right just because we grew up in one country and we just met like 30 minutes ago it just feels like hey man hey how are you doing I'm awesome I'm awesome <laughs> I always look forward to a Friday evening trust I me can six imagine. and seven on the book nook where we wow. talk every books and related to reading you see it's an amazing show you must listen to it more often, no eh? I, I really need to actually because i think the hookup that i got i was like listen shaping minds for a better future i'm like that's my vibe that, that right there i i love that this online radio station is doing wonders listen to the world Definitely. and beyond <laughs> <laughs> so introduce yourself to the listeners maria so that they to know who we're talking to today. Okay, so my name is Maria, as you have heard. I am a marketing specialist. I love all things reading as well as writing, as you've heard. I'm an author. I love to travel. I love my family. Um, but the biggest thing about me is I love to empower people with knowledge. I don't believe that we need to go, you know, to our destinations alone. We definitely need to get there together. So mm -hmm. there's an African proverb that I live by after seeing it at O.R. Tambo, actually. I was traveling for work sometime. And it says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And that's just sat with me since then. I think it was, what, 2013 when I saw it? So since then, I'm like, that's such an African thing, though. I love that. You know, every time I'm at O.R. Tambo, and yeah. I'm down there, because it's right here. Yes, it's you know where it is. I know exactly <laughs> where it is. I think I was going to put on <laughs> at that point. I look at it and I just smile. It it resonates with me so much. Exactly. It really does. How to build a bankable brand. Yes. Marketing and sales growth hacks. Ooh. I just got chills when you said that. <laughs> That's your book. That's my book. And how did you decide to write this book? Oh, um, so I don't know if you'll believe me. I was actually told, I don't know how many years ago exactly, but um, I was told by a friend, he said, God says you must write that book. And I was like, what book? <laughs> yes. I'm like, what do you mean? A little bit more information would be great. Yes. Nothing. I was like, oh, okay. So for years, I'm like, okay, I should write a book. I should write a book. And I think the beginning of last year, I was like, yeah, I should write my book. So I thought about a book about my life's journey. Mm -hmm. And, you know, life is very 
interesting it's lifing as i say yes. because you know it's it's never linear it's got its you know peaks its troughs it's 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 dynamic and obviously i started writing it and i had this beautiful introduction sent it to friends like what do you think and then i didn't write anymore after that um i got you know stuck with life and then i was like okay but i really i feel like i need to write something i just don't know what mm. and i'd been following this lady on social media Instagram specifically. Okay. And I go to Instagram for inspiration for my research as well. So Do you do a lot of research? I do a lot. Of, I do a lot of research. So okay. if I'm staying up late, if you see me online, I'm actually mostly like researching. So I I'm looking at trends, I'm looking at um what are the things that people are, are gravitating towards mm. and so forth. So I do that a lot. And there's a lady I've been following. She's actually Nigerian, but I believe she's based in Dubai. Okay. And she was talking about how she has this cohort where you can write a book in 30 days. And I was like, in th- 30 days? <laughs> and I'm like, wow. And I'm like, and it's an, you write an ebook, and you you literally from start to finish, she'll, take, she'll hold your hand. So she's got this whole course that will literally guide you for 30 days to write a book and pub- self-publish as well. And you can launch it out into the world. And I was like, what better gift <laughs> to give myself? Because December is my birthday month. Actually. Okay. So nice. I decided this in November because I was like, Lord, I really need a shift in my life. There's there's places I want to go. I know you want me to go somewhere. Mm. I just don't know how to get there. Okay. So he's like, that book, I'm like, oh, you're you're talking real loud now. You were silent for a while. So I'm like, okay, but what about this book? So I actually had a strategy session with her first. And I was like, you know, a strategy session and a book. This actually links Lengthen. into each other. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Um, I see where this is going. And I'm like, okay. I'm going to take the plunge. I am going to commit to 30 days during December. So while everybody was enjoying December, because December is a lifestyle in South Africa, I was writing a book. <laughs> so what do you mean you were writing a book? You were sitting in I'm, I was sitting in front in of front my of laptop, laptop. And you were writing. I was writing. And how long did it take for you to literally write and finish this book? So if I so it's a process, right? So mm. I think the, the the thing about processes, you can't really rush them, and that's why I enjoyed actually the the course because as she's re- it's a pre recorded course, of course, but um, you know she gives you days to to plan, she gives you days to start putting the stuff together, then she leaves you for ten days. There's ten ten days she's given you to write consistently, and I'm not gonna lie, there were days where I was just like, I'm not feeling. I feel like there's a block. What, what motivates you? <laughs> yeah, like, what am I going to write yeah. about? And then you start having to talk to yourself, like, will anyone really want to read it? Do, do I really have something worth saying? And those were now that was coming up in my mind. I'm yeah. like, God, how did you bring me here? And now I'm getting into a, a good place of self-doubt, which yes, I can't afford I right now. Yeah, yeah, but but this is why I enjoyed having that course, because I had a set, I was, you know, held accountable. Yeah. If I didn't finish within that set time, she actually says, guys, if you don't launch by a certain time, I'm going to kick you out of the group. <laughs> so it's, it's also now that pressure where you're like, if I don't put this together. So you're part of a group. She puts part, you as a part of a group. She puts you as part of a group. So, okay. so what happens is actually, so you go through this orientation, then you join a WhatsApp group, and she's got over 150 people. So actually the new cohort started yesterday. So we get new cohorts all the time, and you get to build, you get to... Oh, so you network. So it's, a net, it's also networking. It's like network. So it's you, a community, it's basically. A community. She's building a community okay. of authors from around the world wow. who want to just share their knowledge on different topics. You better link a girl. 
a girl, I got you. I got you. You see, now that I got your WhatsApp number, it's over. I don't know. <laughs> and you're from Botswana. When are we driving back together? <laughs> Let's talk about it. There's a long weekend coming up, you Maria. It's a long weekend coming up. You see, now you're, you're talking my language. <laughs> You're talking my language now. Okay, so then you, in that 30 days during December, you, you wrote... Ha- I wrote the book from the 1st of December. That was my start date till the 30th of December, which was two days after my birthday. I actually took time off on my birthday. Um, I had a friend who, who came to visit me. So that day I actually took it as, you know... Yes. You know, let's give some time. But I also took some, you know, creative space time as well in between. But between the 1st and the 30th, I finished the book and I officially launched, I believe it was the 3rd or 4th of January. Wow. And, and it's what? It's an e-book? Is it a it's hard a, copy? It's what an is, e-book. It's, it's an, an e-book. e-book. And, and, I, and I believe it was very strategic for it being an e-book um, simply because it's easier now for people to just download it. Once they pay, they, they get a downloadable copy okay. and you can read it anywhere. Um, and also it just limits costs. So mm, the price mm. that you get is literally from me to you as opposed to me now having to print it. Now there's a printer's cost. Then deliver it to you. Now there's a delivery cost on top of that. So okay. we these are different components that come into pricing when people start thinking about putting pricing in their products, which is what I talk about in the book. You know, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. it's actually quite interesting. But so you talk about marketing and marketing hacks. How did you decide on what you want to talk, to write about? I wanted to write about something that I'm passionate about. So from geez school in, in Botswana. Mm. I've been very passionate about brands and advertising. I've loved the adverts that we've seen on on air from, geez, since I was a child. And I just loved how it really invoked emotions in, in consumers yes. and how it actually affected our decisions when it comes to the shelf. Mm. And I'm like, oh, mm. I want to be a part of that world. I didn't realize what that world was because I actually, now that I look back at it, I think I wanted to be more on the creative side than the strategic side. strategic side. (laughs) But I found myself on the strategic side and I absolutely love it. In fact, don't, the creative is great. I can do creative, but I really, really love the strategic side because that's, I feel like you have a, an input as to what people are going to see for a a period of time. So it's not just an ad which you will see maybe for three months, six months, Mm. two years, Mm. and then. You know, it's done and dusted. Whereas the strategy, you are literally putting into that year in, year out. Yes. And that's how people are going to engage with that brand. There's so many brands that we've grown up and loved. With, loved, And that's because people have put a plan together for you to keep loving the brand. And uh, for it to have a long life. And, and longevity. Longevity, exactly. Longevity. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's what I, I wanted to do. I wanted, But what really got me into wanting to write this specifically is like I, I felt like I'm one person and I can't get to every small business essentially in okay. terms of giving basics for marketing. Mm. So the reason why I left even corporate to go into consulting is I wanted to give the small businesses the, the tools, the marketing tools to build their, their businesses. Mm. Um, we've had that discussion about access to markets. I don't know if anyone realizes access to markets is actually just essentially marketing, understanding mm. the market, understanding mm. what do people need. Mm. You know, are you mm-hmm. are you solving a need or are you just solving your ego in what you think people need? For me, that what was interesting is that I, when I saw the book and I was reading the book, I, in my mind, I wanted to just, I, I, I thought, that's very interesting. I, I think a lot of books that I've been reviewing um, are not, they've been, there hasn't been anything about marketing actually that I've done. And it was just interesting when I came across the book 
Um, it was the first thing that caught me that sales and marketing hacks mm. for entrepreneurs. Wow. Yes, exactly. That is something different. But what made you, what makes your book different? Because even though I haven't done reviews on these books, I know there's mm. a lot out there. Yes. What, made, what makes yours different to the ones that are available out there? So I felt the ones out there were very um, textbookish, if that makes sense. So from okay. a theory point of view, I mean, if I think about how I studied marketing, it's very, how can I say, academic level. So if I'm going into marketing, I know the theories and so forth. Mm. There might be a couple of examples. But what I, I try to impersonate this as much as possible. And also from my experience as being not only an entrepreneur, but being from the corporate side. Okay. So I wanted to give entrepreneurs what corporates, big brands that they love, are actually using and they've been using and utilize that for themselves. And I think that's where the difference comes in. Mm. I, I bring in the, the elements of, you know, corporates are actually doing this. Have you really thought about research? And I, and I think I mentioned to you earlier, mm. that's probably the one thing I've noticed when um, consulting with small business, small and medium businesses, there's not enough investment in research. Research is literally 50% of your business. If you know who you're talking to, what they need, when they need it, how they need it, that's half the job done. You don't need to rework a lot of things and you need to just essentially curate a product or service based on those findings and you'll flourish. But why is it we've got a lot of business, 50% of businesses do not go past five, seven years. But I would then ask you this question. I hear you um, about research and bringing what the big corporates are doing in their marketing and sales space down mm. to the entrepreneurs. Um, I then would ask you the question that corporates have got the finances to mm. do that and the time yes. and the people to yes. do it. But when you get down to entrepreneurs, they actually are chasing money. Exactly. Because money is tight for them. They don't have enough people to, to be do. doing all the work that exactly. you're talking about. Um, and they don't have the time because they're one-man show who are doing everything. Yeah. How then do you bring hacks that you find, that you found in the corporate world yeah. down to an entrepreneur who then says, but I don't have the resources to, to be able to to use those hacks that you're bringing to me. Yes. How, do you, how do, you do, do you help the entrepreneur to be able to break that down? So I've, I've listed, sorry, excuse me. I've listed in my uh, book, um, especially with the research, so I do understand that we don't, as small businesses, we don't have the resources in terms of time and money to do so. Mm. I've, I'm an entrepreneur myself, so I also found like coming from corporate with having all these resources to now, mm. you really need to be smart with your money. Mm. <laughs> you can't mm. be everything to everyone. Yeah. You, can't, you have to really be smart. And that's why, you know, having a strategy and having, you know, your research done is so important because if you invest in the right places, smartly, it will bring a, that return you're looking for in terms of the quick sales. So one of the things I, I, I put in there for research, I mean, we talk about focus groups for big corporates. They can afford these lavish yes. rooms and so forth. Mm. But are you telling me we don't meet to each other every weekend for a braai and talk about stuff? Is that research? And so that is and, research. and that's what I was <laughs> going to say to research. you. Break it down for yeah. us. When you're saying that entrepreneurs should be doing research, what? Yeah. what so what? research is essentially just gathering information about what your what it is that you're intending to put out there. Mm. So say I've got a new. What can I put that I kind of like? Uh, let's go with ice cream because that was what got me into marketing <laughs> in the first place. Let's get it back. Let's take it back to the beginning. Yes. Let's go with ice cream, right? Yeah. We know ice cream sales are higher when? In summer. In summer. 
And they're yes. going to be lower in winter. So if you're in the same industry as, say, maybe cool drinks, cool drinks are probably going to be higher in summer than they are in winter. Yeah. So it's understanding those seasonalities. Then it's, okay, but what kind of ice creams are people looking for? That's mm. when you go speak to people. You can have surveys. You can either do it on hand, which is very tedious. Mm. <laughs> and what I love about our day and age now, we've got technology. So they are sites that actually allow you to, to put up surveys, like up to 10 questions for free. And I think there's even other sites where you, there's no limitation. You can put I 10 see, questions. I see WhatsApp has got that functionality. Exactly, I a poll. A people doing in, in groups. Poll, yeah. We've got WhatsApp groups. Yes, WhatsApp groups, yeah. You can, you can literally put a poll in the group. What do you guys want? Yes, no. Pizza mm. tonight, or is it hamburgers? Mm. Or is it, you know, maybe sushi? You know, mm. <laughs> all mm. those, those things. And it's questions. That's what research is. It's literally just putting out questions, seeing what the answers are, and then, how does your product fit within that? The biggest challenge that we have as small businesses is the right product fit for the market. So surveys is one. Focus groups, as I said, is another. So as I said, we, we, we sit together every other weekend for brides. Mm. We're talking about life in general. Mm. Bring in your product or your service. Hey, I have this idea. What, what do you do think? think? Yeah. Because you, as much as I've heard people say, yeah, but you're not going to be selling to your friends and family First, people who are probably not going to 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 purchase, to, yeah. which is true, but at least you get some feedback that you can work with. The, mm. the key thing is getting feedback to be able to use to it. To use it, I'm like, is, is this something that I need to to work on? I mean, if we think about um, a lot of tech, you you know, they when they're not ready to release everything, they they put it out as a beta, as a test, mm. and they mm. let you try it out, and then mm. they can see from what people now come give back to them as comments, like, what's your feedback? Oh, this tech is a little slow. It's it's hanging up my phone and yeah. so forth. That's research for them. Okay, so how do you then take it down to the to the entrepreneur? Because you've written a book. Yes, you said the book is you only care, um, the book was only published and was out at the beginning of this year. Yes, in January. Um, just for the listeners at home, we still um. We are on WhatsApp if you want to ask any questions, if you want to comment on 067-153-1089. It's the Book Nook on Hope Alive Radio. We're with Maria Issa and talking about how to build a bankable brand. Now, Maria, now you've written a book. Yes. It's an e-book. Yes. Um, you'll tell us before we, we finish the show, um, we end the show where people can get it. But what I would like to know is, what are you doing now with the book? Because it's all about sales and marketing hacks. It's all about entrepreneurs learning how to do what you just spoke about. I'll speak about about two chapters out of the book because we can't talk about everything in the book, yes. which were quite interesting for me. But what I, what I would like to know, because you're talking research, you're talking a whole lot of things. What are you doing to bring it to the entrepreneurs so that it becomes a reality for them and they understand how to build a a, a bankable, bankable brand. brand. So one of the things that I've actually started doing from feedback, because I, I got feedback that, oh, this feels like, you know, some of the information, it's a lot of information. And I'm like, it's a really short book. This is literally the tip of the iceberg. I haven't even started. There's more versions going to be coming out. Oh, Not soon, it? but in, okay. in, the, in the pipeline, I've already got ideas. I'm like, okay, how can I break this down? Because I didn't want to, marketing is ever evolving. And as mm. you can see with digital marketing, there's so much that you can do social media marketing. Mm. You know, where do we now put in a lot of information? I didn't want people to feel like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. Because I can tell you now, a lot of entrepreneurs that I've come in contact with, when I say, well, how's your marketing? They're like, oh my gosh, don't don't ask me about that. 
<laughs> they feel overwhelmed. Yeah, it's overwhelming. <laughs> it's and, very and, and overwhelming. I don't blame them because, like I said, entrepreneurs are on survival mode. Yeah. It's, 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 it's literally, that's what they're on. So, so some of these things are just too far-fetched. Too far-fetched, exactly. So one of the things that I've actually, I've actually started doing is creating a course to outline specifically from different chapters, the examples, real-life examples, because I feel like that would actually land a lot better for, for people. You know, um, a lot of things, I know when I was in university and learning about marketing, there was a lot of theory I only felt that I really understood marketing when I was in corporate. I was when like, oh, yeah. this is what this is. Okay, but this feels a little different. And then you learn yeah, a lot more, especially sense. with the different brands mm. that people have interacted with. Even when you get to manage a, a whole heritage brand, which I've had um, a privilege of doing, you're like, please don't let me mess this up. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This is a lot of <laughs> this is a lot of pressure. <laughs> people have known this brand for over 100 yes. years and I'm managing it. Mm. So, you know, it's it's about, you know, Bringing it as practical as possible yeah. for them through either a course. Um, I'm trying to to create, we'll partner up with other um, like-minded people, possibly maybe do events as and, and such to to make it more practical. Mm. I, I feel I'm yeah. I'm very much a doer. I, I as much as I like to talk, I like to do okay. because That's I learn through doing, and I I know quite a few people. Once you get the practice of it and it makes sense to you, yes. it, it lands a lot better. As opposed to seeing and reading it, and it's like, oh, this is great. How yeah, do I apply it to my is. life? So, how do I bring that practical mm. notion in terms of real life examples? So, my my challenge for myself is how do I make it um, resonate not with just South Africans but globally? Because my book has been bought also overseas. Has it? Yes. Wow. So well done. <laughs> thank you. Well done. Um, oh, actually, yeah, I have said that out loud. Yes, yeah. it's been bought overseas. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so for me, it's also a validation, like. Okay, I do know my stuff. So <laughs> you do know your stuff. I do I know my stuff. <laughs> you do know your stuff. So now, how, really how do I make that resonate between the different markets? Because you know, the entrepreneurship journey is is also not linear. It's quite dynamic yes, as well. Is. So depending which stage you're in, you might find like ah, it's too too junior. It's too beginning it's, for yeah. me. Which is it's what it's meant to be. It's because yeah. it's quite basic just mm. to give you a sense of it and not to feel so overwhelmed with marketing. Marketing is so enjoyable. There are days when I do marketing, I'm like. Oh, I just dance in my seat. I'm like, yes, <laughs> this is what I wanted to do. When people Isn't that what you all, what you all do in marketing? No, you all do dance <laughs> and have fun. I'm sorry, that's 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 the impression I've got about marketing. It's that it's all fun and dancing, and that's all you do. I I, I wish it was. I can I can tell I you. I never thought marketing people no. work. No, we we work. I've been. Oh my gosh, I can tell you stories of my corporate life where I was just like. God, why did I choose this again? No, I I, I'm not sure. <laughs> Are you sure? Mm. So I've had instances where um, I've worked in South Africa for about, I think, over five years, the South African market, then worked within, within sub-Saharan Africa. Okay. And that literally blew my mind in terms of the possibilities. And also, not just the possibilities to, in terms of marketing, but the possibilities of Africans and what mm. we're able of doing. Because now I did research in those countries. Mm. And you're just like... Oh, I'm getting excited just even thinking about I, it. I can, even, I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> and that's that. what it does. So you, you see different people and, and you get to, so we do home visits. So yes. big corpus, you do home visits. And that's why I'm like, we, we, it may sound really big and very complicated and labor intensive and money intensive. It's simple. You go visit someone, that's a home visit. And you sit. And you sit and you talk. And you're like, oh, um, can I just see, when you go to the bathroom, let's not lie. When you go and visit people and you go to their bathroom, are you not checking out what brands they're using, especially if it smells I'm nice? I'm not going to get my 
but so let's just <laughs> no no but uh, that's it but you get what i mean and that's a home I'm not visit compromising myself no, on don't Emma, compromise yeah. yourself but what i'm saying is it that, that's how i'm bringing it to make it more practical right that a home visit that's what corporates do we would literally go into a, a consumer's home yeah. i've had situations where we went into a home in i think it was in Mlazi or kwamashu and it was like five or six o'clock in the morning so you can imagine what time we had to meet at I work. I feeling. I know which company. Yeah, you I think we both work mm. for it. Oh, you see now. That, that's why the connection is strong. Yeah. Um. I know. <laughs> you know? yeah. And I'm, I'm listening to you because I know my, my, some of my marketing friends who I met at that company, I said to them, say, did you just really say all we do is dance and have fun? Mm-hmm. You know better than anybody. <laughs> but let's go back to your book. Exactly. <laughs> um, so you, She knows. <laughs> I'm not going to say much. I'm not going to say much. You're neither going to confirm nor deny. Uh, let's leave it there. I believe it. Let's believe talk it. about something very interesting that you bring up in your book. You talk about customers' attention as currency. Yes. Take us through that. What do you mean customer's attention? So attention is currency. If we think about the way the world is specifically today, if you want to be noticed, you need to grab attention. And the way the world is working now, especially with all this technology that's happening out there, there's a lot of noise. Mm. And I think that's where, as a marketing person, I tend to be like, oh my gosh, it's a little overwhelming because my brain is firing on all cylinders of Mm. how this has to work and how do I integrate all of these things? So how do you now break through that clutter and grab attention? So now that customer's attention, it's currency because I'm going to have to weigh up, where am I going? Am I going to spend time on you? Spend time? That's the time? Currency? Am I spending time on your... I like... Now now it makes sense when you say spend time. time. Spend time. And I say, when you, am I going to spend time on your brand? Uh-huh. Does it make sense for me? Is it resonating with me? Is it relevant to me? Is it talking to me or at me, with me, compared to somewhere else? It's the same thing. We, we've got um, these different social media apps. Oh, my gosh. It feels like every other year something new comes up. So we started off with Facebook. I'm not going to say how many years ago. Then it became, I think, what, Instagram. Uh, now there's TikTok. There was Snapchat and other things that we didn't get you know, exposed yeah, to and so forth. Yeah. But yeah, so in let's talk Africa. We've got Facebook first. Then it was Instagram. Um, okay, I lied. I think Snapchat came in. Snapchat, or, yeah. And then, um, see, I'm showing my age of the things that I now <laughs> gave. I'm showing you where my currency was spent. Um, then we've got um, TikTok, TikTok now. TikTok now. Right? And which one is where people are spending the most time on, their currency on. And are these platforms, social media platforms, digital marketing apps and whatnot, are they making market sales and marketing easier or are they making it, are they adding complications to it? Because that, that's the other thing, as I was reading your book, I was trying to find that angle and I yeah. was like, I must find out from you. Are these things bringing, making it easier for you yes. as a market Oh, they're making it so easy. In fact, it's easier for the entrepreneur than it is for the corporate because the corporates now who have been spending money to get oh, your attention on traditional okay. media now have to find ways yes. to engage to now you know get your yes. attention away from those things. So if I look in different households, I'm not going to name any because I, I still need to go home. Maria. <laughs> <laughs> we still want you alive. We want the next book to no, come no, out. But, so but no, I know. no, but it's, it's just an example. So again, it's observation, which is part of research. I'm forever working. It it never stops. And you, I see when you know um, 
even friends you can watch you can watch something but you're not fully watching something i don't know if you've even noticed that a lot of um well-known shows that i'm not going to repeat because they ain't paying me <laughs> but um when you watch a well-known show and you hear about the commentary on uh twitter yes. that's another one yes. twitter how are they they're typing on twitter while the show is on yes yes you see yes but now you could miss the ads because, because you're you focused focusing on Twitter. Exactly. Yes. So it's that whole angle whole where social media is actually disrupted yes. the traditional yeah. media space where mm. a lot of corporates spend time, millions of, yeah. I, you don't even want to know. I've, I've, managed, I've, I've managed millions of rands in budget for marketing. And then as a small business owner, when I got, you know, these social media platforms where I get access for free. And I can put my stuff out for free. Mm. As I said, I, you know, I I launched my ebook and it was strictly on social media. That's it, because I was trying to keep costs low, and I've gotten sales through social media. I haven't really? had to pay for an ad. I haven't had to. I just obviously needed to show up a little bit more. A little bit more. But it's my time, media, me. Yes. That's my time and currency that I've spent in terms of ad spend. But now to get in front of my consumers who are on that platform. So it's disrupted that space in terms of making it easier for the entrepreneur actually to utilize. So it's disruptive sales and marketing that we are dealing with right Pretty now. Pretty much. Okay. And then there's another thing that you spoke about in the book that um, I guess is linked to the same thing about um, attention as currency. You spoke about ADA. Yes. Attention, interest, desire, and action. Yes. Yeah. Talk to us. So in um, my corporate space, I say corporate because I feel like even these models are also evolving and changing over yes. time. Um, so whenever we, before we would put out any creative, mm. we needed to actually um, evaluate it according to those those principles. So AIDA is attention, mm -hmm. which I said attention is in your currency, hence it's number one. Yes. Then interest, does this in, you know derive an interest in the individual? And then from that interest, from that creative, does it, do you de desire to, to take action? Or do you desire to, to take this forward? So, you know, you've got that, does this creative meet all that criteria? Mm. If not, we're not going to put it out. Which is a lot of work. <laughs> because now you have to be like, okay, I can't look at it from a marketing point of view. I have to look at it from a consumer, but I'm working in the office. How am I going to do this? So there's obviously they've obviously had you know, um, agencies that would help put out even certain TV ads before they flighted to say, does this reach all those yes. things, these metrics according to our KPIs? But as an, an entrepreneur, you're like, how am I going to know? Well, it's called trial and error <laughs> and social media mm. because yeah. we don't have those funds to be putting an agency, you know, together to say, listen, I want this evaluation. Here's the money. Here's mm. the budget. Mm. You know, give me, mm. is this, should we go forward or not? And I, and I think that's also probably better because the trial and error, it's also more the human connection, which a lot With of corporates don't necessarily yeah. have. For them, it's the brand. Whereas you as the entrepreneur, you are the brand behind your brand, if that I makes sense. I was going to say that um, what I'm hearing as I'm listening to you is that you, as an entrepreneur, you are becoming the brand, um, but you're also failing in front of thousands of people. How do I don't, you then I, manage I don't even look at it as failing. Is I, it not? No, it's lessons because you, you don't can. know. <laughs> yes, you don't <laughs> you know. Don't so know. And you you're not going to know. And that's the, the point, right? Okay. And, and I think and it's better to, to, to fail a lot and fail forward okay. to not do it at all. Because I've been in corporate where there's been a lot of projects that I've been on. That, that failed? Not even failed. They didn't even launch. 
because so analysis money has been used. Money's been used to do research, yeah. to, to produce, to, to, to develop these things, and they never get launched. And I'm like, but Why? this is something that the public would like. No, we're not quite feeling this, or someone just feels like it's not quite time yet, and so forth. I remember saying to my, uh, my younger sister the other day, I saw something on the shelf. I'm like, you know that brand I worked on? This is something along the lines they wanted to go on. Now look, and they haven't even launched it till today. Okay, so so the thing is, hence I said, you're, you're saying failing, right? The research part would have at least cut half of that. You wouldn't have failed. If you did fail, it wouldn't be a, such a big fail. But even if you do fail, it's a lesson for you to go back to the drawing board and then so get that feedback. So you should feedback. use it as a hack. Use it's it one as of a the, hack. It's one of the hacks use that you can as use as a hack. Because sales. that's feedback. Yes, and, you, that and, you. I, and you've probably seen me say, you need to continuously do feedback. I think I've mentioned maybe three, four times, like, go back to research. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Go. It never stops. Even if you get to a point where you're like, oh, I've made it, you still need to keep going back. You need to connect with your audience. You're, you're, you're creating things for your audience, not for yourself, for them. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. where I feel like also a, big, uh, a, 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 a few times corporates t- tend to get it wrong. They start thinking about themselves and profit and they lose connection with what the consumer, the consumer wants. wants I, I mean, they also spend millions and have products that fail. There's quite a few that I heard of, like, how did you launch that in this environment? Hmm? Did they how? <laughs> Why? What was the reasoning behind it? And yeah. they're like, and then they start looking at it from a case of, oh, because it worked in another country and South Africa is kind of similar. considered similar, yeah. we're going to launch it here too. I'm like, did you test this with the people? I don't know. They're like, no, we didn't need to do that. Sure. This is very interesting. I mean, <laughs> as an entrepreneur, I mean, so there's an entrepreneur sitting there and thinking, wow, this is this is quite interesting because, like I said to you, entrepreneurs don't think in that way. Yeah. They, they think about making money and they don't think in those hacks. So you bringing it down for them to say, you don't need to spend money. You actually just need to spend the time yes. and use it as lessons and as hacks for you to be able to develop a brand. is something quite different. For the, I mean, we've, gosh, can you see? Time flies. Ah! <laughs> Definitely. I don't want to go. I know you don't want to go. <laughs> but we need to speak about a very important thing because, like I said to you earlier, entrepreneurship is about a one-man show. Yes. And you alluded to the fact that when you are an entrepreneur and you're doing marketing and sales, it's actually you as a brand Yes. Um, that is working on it. Now, in the hex that we talk about in terms of marketing and sales and whatnot, me, talk to me up. About the heck for me. Yeah. You is my point. Yes. Now, hope alive or for yourself. <laughs> for myself, now I'm an entrepreneur. Hope alive is a brand. Hope alive is a brand. It doesn't need me. In, but I'm just saying now, I'm sitting at home and uh, I'm listening to you saying to me, um, yes, these hacks are working. This is what you should be doing. You should be mm. doing research. You should be on social media. You should be um, failing forward. You should be getting the lessons. But mm-hmm. you must also remember that you are also the brand behind yes. your brand. So, yeah, so being the brand behind the brand, now that's personal branding that comes into play there. So yeah. now that's also a field that I'm, I've also pivoted to because I've also got an event coming up that speaks to personal branding. So personal branding is about your unique values and proposition as an individual. Right, so when you Why create... Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's going <laughs> to seven on a Friday, Maria. Unique, okay. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that now. <laughs> um, okay, let me break it down. Oh, oh Maria. 
Okay, okay, okay. So your unique selling point as an individual. So what makes you unique? Why would people want to engage with you? Why would people want to connect with you? Me pointing. So I could say, I've met you just over an hour ago. You're a vivacious, warm individual. I Ooh. didn't pay her. <laughs> go on, go on. No, I, didn't like I didn't pay her. I didn't pay her. Just go on, go on, go on. Vivacious, warm individual. I see a lot of myself in you. I feel like we're, we're very similar. And you have a, a passion for life. And you you love your children. And you just want the best for them. And you'll do anything that you can for them. Now, as an entrepreneur, depending on what it is that you want to put out there, an, an essence of yourself is going to go into that brand. So that's where I say that it comes together. So you're not going to do anything as Mwipoini for that brand that you don't believe in yourself. Okay. So when so your values and so forth essentially go into your business. Go into your business as well. So you, there's certain things, you know, um, in terms of values. Say you, ooh, I have to be careful here. Hey? Um, certain things that you probably wouldn't cross the line on. In terms of values, yes, in just my personal life, in your personal life, you're okay. not going to do that with your brand. Okay. So I'll, I, I can put it to this: I, have, I used to have a Twitter account, mm. and then I deactivated. I just really don't like Twitter, simply because I just feel like it's a space where people are just vicious, mm. and they have a lot of time on their hands to be vicious. So when I went onto Twitter, I was very intentional and strategic about it. I'm going there as my brand. Why? Because if I say anything, that's going to affect my brand. I have to think twice before I post then. Mm. So then I made sure that if I'm going to post anything on Twitter, it has to be business related. Or I'm at events and I'm talking about that particular event. Not my own opinions. Because so, now how do you separate the two? Because unfortunately, people don't necessarily separate the two. If we look at, um, look at Rihanna with Fenty Beauty, I have to mm. go there. Because people, it's easily recognizable, mm. right? Her Fenty Beauty, it, it became Fenty Beauty because of her. Not, not the other way around. Not, yeah, yeah. I mean, look at, I, I did a, a, an evaluation of her um, Super Bowl mm. halftime. Mm. I didn't watch it, but I got snippets of it. Because, again, it was just like, this is a lot. But I, what I got from that, that one snippet, I was like, that's, that's a great marketing. I was excited about it. I was like, mm. that's a great marketing thing that she did there. She self-promoted. Do you know that Super Bowl um, halftime performers do not get paid? Yes, no, they don't. But as a marketing agency, they're paying $7 million for 30 seconds of airtime during that performance, during that time. $7 million. Let's not even go into the exchange rate. Like, can you see me calculating in my head? I'm busy converting the $7 million to rents. I'm like, girl. Don't do it. (laughs) Don't. Don't. You you will cry. I'm crying already. So... There's, that's what they're spending. She didn't get paid during that time. What did she do during her halftime? She did a makeup t- touch-up yes. from her own brand. brand. What did that do her, to her sales? 800% in sales. So you have to be intentional. Strategic. And strategic yes. about what you're doing. About what you're doing. When are you having... When are, I'd love the marketing and sales people out there, including yourself. Yeah. To tell me when you're having a session to tell to talk to people about what it means to have that personal brand. Well, um, and I'm link it to their business because we seem to be having a disconnect there, like yeah. you're saying. Because I'm listening to you talking about Rihanna and what she does and whatnot, and I'm thinking of practical. 
examples where mm. I'm looking at people who've got businesses. Yeah. And then you look at their social media. Yeah. And you're thinking... It's not the same, right? And I, I've had that as well, where I've had to be like, okay, Maria, stop working. Because I take it from a work point, point of view when I see someone's personal. And I'm like, maybe you don't want to post that, you know? Yes. Because they're going to see that and then... Mm, they're associated Maybe with you want to put it on another platform. You know, that's also another thing. It's being strategic about what you put where. Um and what's it about? I mean, if you think about LinkedIn, it's a professional platform. Yes. You are not going to put no, but any old thing there. Yes, you get some people who put TikTok. Po- t- I was just about to say, <laughs> you just brought LinkedIn. <laughs> I was just thinking about it just this past week or last week. In the past two weeks, I was thinking about it. And I was questioning myself to understand, is it still the same platform that it used to be? Ooh, LinkedIn is the... So from a professional point of view, especially you're building personal branding. So... That whole, okay, let me bring it back. Um, So I launched my book um, 4th of January this year. I kid you not, I think just less than a week later, I got a connection, well, not a connection, a a meeting request through LinkedIn to say, hey, I see you've written a book. I'd love to set up some time with you and speak. I'm like, sure, let's do that. We set up a time to speak. And I've done some things for this lady. And now we have a workshop on personal branding that's happening this coming Thursday, actually. At the Where Royal. is this workshop? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's very important that you share this information. Exactly. So it is the Master Your Brand um, workshop. So Master Your Brand, Unlocking the Secrets of Personal Branding. Mm. That's happening at the Royal Elephant in Centurion from 8 to 5. It's dynamic, dynamic. Um, because not just a workshop about, you know, talking. We're okay. going to be doing work. Um, we're actually going to give you tools. You are going to do work. Okay. Hey, nice. So it's, it's a master. It's like a masterclass yeah, event, yeah. right? It's, so yeah. we've got a, a dynamic lineup of speakers. Mm-hmm. Um, I can name them. Can I name them? You're yeah. more than welcome to. So I, we've got the likes of Colbus Klein, who is a renowned financial advisor. Um, he's going to be speaking about how to accelerate your brand. We've got a lovely lady called Rizan Ostazen. I'm hoping I am going to pronounce everybody's names right. Um, she is a designer and brand strategist, also going to talk about the um, digital landscape of South Africa in terms of also branding. We've got Sungai Masindeke, who's going to talk about, she is um, the founder of Mummy and Me, I believe. And she's also going to talk about how storytelling and content creation is important for Mm. you. We've got the likes of Tamron Lowe and Pierre Murray, who are going to tell you about visual storytelling and how to choose the right visuals for your brand. You've got me, um, I'll be talking about how um, brand storytelling is important, but they're effect- doing effective marketing. And we have the amazing, amazing guest speaker of Unati and Kai, who's going to be coming to grace us to give us a little bit about her experience and her journey of, nas- uh, of personal branding and lots of amazing other things that are going to be happening on the day. I will send you details for so um, to, yeah, definitely people would like to that. come to that. It's yeah. this Thursday, Royal Elephant in Centurion, Eight till five, it is jam packed, and let's just say you will not leave the same. I, I I think that is very important. I'm glad you guys are doing that, and you're having such you know credible people yes. coming through to do the workshop because I, I I totally believe that personal branding is very important, especially in this day and age of yes. digital marketing and social media platforms and whatnot. That it's no more about, you know, now at this point as an entrepreneur, you're not t- talking about a brand like Unilever, yeah. which doesn't have a face behind it. It's, it's, it's a brand and it's, it's just own, brand, it's yeah. just standing. And therefore, um, 
yeah, you you can't put you don't put a face um, your Tiger Brands, your Nestle's. Those are brands. Yes. But as an entrepreneur, your 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 business, you are the business. You are the brand, and exactly. it becomes very important that you want to be seen and have a good reputation, like a Unilever, like a exactly. And and it's so like, possible. You know. I mean, if they can do it, and there's no faces behind them, essentially, yes. What stops you? And that's what I think the beauty is in terms from an entrepreneur point is that you're more flexible and you're more agile to mm. do that. Mm. That and you also have that human connection because these are Unilever and them have acquired brands over the years. They've built these for many many years, mm. and they are what I call they call them themselves that actually the slow moving giant because mm. any time they need to make a change. It, it takes this there's lots of processes they have to go to through to, to do that. Through, yeah. But as, as an entrepreneur, you have the agility to ch- make that change quite, quite quickly. quickly. Yeah. So, so you are actually in the best space then to take are. over than they are. And so those are the hacks that we need to learn. So Maria, yes. I'll be watching you. I'll be following you to see yes. that you are doing that. You <laughs> are honoring your word yes. to show that to share hacks with us yes. as entrepreneurs out there um, for sales and marketing. Yes, that's um, Importantly, where can people get a copy of your book or and where can they connect with you? Okay, so copy of my book is actually a link. Um, I don't know if I can I say the link on, on air yes. or can I send it? I don't know. If you I'll will send it to me. I'll share it on social, but you can also say it on air. Okay, let me just say it out because it's a, it's a very interesting link that I, I learned from this course. So the one thing I love about these courses is that you never know what you're going to learn. Mm. And in learning, you actually realize that, oh, there's so much out there mm. that we need to tap into. And it's better to do it with people. So it's a website called Cellar. So S-E-L-A-R dot C-O. Is this a backslash? <laughs> My English knows <laughs> me. I think it's a backslash. P-U-5-Z. That is the link okay. to my book. All right. And then to find me on social media. It's more like, where can't you find me? No, I lie. Um, mostly on Instagram <laughs> as Afi Maisha. Or you can find me on LinkedIn, actually. So find me on LinkedIn. I think that's probably the best place because Afi I'm Maisha. going to be sharing a lot of things. But my, my business is Afi Maisha. So Maisha means life in Swahili. So okay. that's why it's African life, bringing your brands to life, essentially. Um, so you can find me on LinkedIn under Maria Emma Or you can find me on Instagram as Afi Maisha Marketing. You can find me on Facebook, Afi Maisha, Marketing. I'm trying to think where else. Yeah. I'm sure once we found you on those platforms, <laughs> ah, that will be I'm more than if, enough. Yeah, exactly. awesome, man. YouTube as well. <laughs> oh, gosh. YouTube is another. I didn't speak about YouTube, which is also. So, you know you how you talked about it. Is LinkedIn still um, relevant? It's so relevant as well as YouTube. In fact, those are the two to look out for. See, I'm the one who I, I, I like looking for trends. And those are the ones that are really the, the platforms as entrepreneurs. LinkedIn, personal branding, YouTube, your, can I say it's like your, your, your TV channel. Okay. All right. So that's what they so use. That's what it's used That's what for. you use it for to, to, to engage with your audience and connect with them. It's been, you know, we could go on. <laughs> it's been a very informative, very, very informative um, conversation. Thank you. I'm, uh, I'm working out of here a better person. I mean, or every Friday, um, Maria, I must tell you. Every guest that walks in here yeah. makes just makes me a much better person than I was before. I get to wow. learn things that I'd never know. This is a blessing for a Friday, I must say. It definitely I is. I'm definitely listening to this. Sales yeah. and marketing um, hacks. I'm looking forward to following you. I'm looking forward to learning a little bit more. I'm sure the, follow, the listeners as well are doing that. Um, and thank you so much for coming through. Thank you for having um, me. And I'm definitely sure we'll be connecting even 
after this. Yes, actually, I realized we've been connecting on Facebook before. Actually. Yes. I was like... <laughs> the power of social media <laughs> guys that's what like social media it's it's made the world that much smaller it's we thought the world. world was small but social media actually it's it, we used to say seven degrees of separation yes. i think it's 0.0001 no, it's it's i mean like really it's like, like yeah. i mean you were in botswana i was in botswana i think we even worked the same company at some point i mean what we are definitely the odds? did what are that the odds? that company in durban i, I knew it yeah, yeah, and that's that one that's why that's why <laughs> We, that that one that, that one in Durban. Uh-huh. That's mm. how you knew where mm. when I said those places. Yeah. You're like, I, I didn't need to. I didn't need to go far. Uh, no, you, it just you, took me back. In fact, I just said those two places, and you knew already. Like, ah, it's the marketing team. That's what we did. <laughs> we did, guys. Okay, <laughs> thank you so much. As a norm on the book nook, we are going to close off with the salvation prayer. But before I do that, I'm just gonna say thank you so much to our online li- um, listeners we really appreciate you that you take your time between six and seven on a friday to join us it means a lot to us and we really hope you would have a great weekend ahead see you again next week friday six to seven on the book look hope alive you are listening to hope alive streaming live from hope restoration ministries kenton park south africa